Okay. Energy up. Come on. Oh! Oh! I fucking love video games. Oh! <laughs> I can just see myself going redder and redder on the camera. It's actually quite worrying. I'm going to rupture okay. something. My What's anus. That? Let's go. Ruptured anus. Let's go. Ruptured anus energy. Welcome to the Bounce It's a podcast. It's on the internet. We have opinions. You have opinions. Tell us your opinions, because we're telling Don't. you ours. Yeah, well, we'll tell them theirs as well. Drew will tell well, them yeah. their opinion. <laughs> we'll tell you. This your is your opinion, opinion going forward. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, this week we're talking about the ent- t- Electronic Entertainment Expo 3. <laughs> Yay! It's video games, guys. Last week, weekend, and this week, it's been all video games all the time. There's Loki in there as well. So don't be dismayed by the fact that this week's title is exactly the same as last week's title. But this week, it's actually proper, properly proper, proper E3. Not little bit of proper E3. Not a little bit of E3. Proper E3. So, um, yeah, we're doing that. Um, Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> cool. That's a hot topic. Look at us go. Look at us fucking go. We're all, we're, I believe we're... what you meant to say is, what have we been up to this yeah, week? That's, that's, that's there the we ticket. go. What have we been up I to, will gang? Shepherd you. Do, you. do you want me to start? Because yeah, Drew started last week. Let's let's yeah, go around in the uh, let's do well, me. I, I'm in the order of our screams. Ha <laughs> yeah, ha. We're going week, clockwise. Yeah, I have been playing more Division Two because I just. I don't know, I'm Love just really digging it. Like, I'm on the DLC now of, like, Warlords of New York. I've been playing that, which brings you back to New York from the first game, but, like, better, because it's not so, like... It's more... Con- it's a smaller kind of, like, map than the actual full Division One map, so it's a bit more contained. There's only four districts, and, like, it's easier to manage. Um, uh, I've got through now. I've done that. That was good DLC, well worth playing, you know. Um, mm. And I'm now doing the like proper, like this is the end game, end game content, which is a bit like, oh, it's the it's season six, so you've got for the next twelve weeks we're going to be doing special weekly things, and it's like, all right, you are, and you'll unlock rewards, but you'll unlock better rewards if you buy the season six pass, and it's like, yeah. No, thank you. Nah, I don't think I want to. And it's like, no. oh, you'll get apparel cash keys to unlock cosmetics. It's like, yeah, but my guy already looks like Sam Fisher from Splinter Cell Conviction, so I'm fine. <laughs> you know? Like, he's got his green military jumper and his beige trousers. Like, I'm happy with that. Sounds <laughs> like a badass. He's just like, it's his... Come at you with my beige trousers. I also have him in, like, traditional Splinter Cell costume, which is like, uh, like a tactical black top and like black oh with um, the trousers. three pronged night don't, vision they, they don't have the the actual sam fisher goggles they did in the first one but not in this one but it's it's fine it's just it's like you're not supposed to be sam fisher you're supposed to be just random agent number fucking whatever but i'm just like well it's ubisoft and it's tom clancy i'm gonna Ooh, play as sam fisher. you know what i mean and just that's what i'm gonna do so that's what i've been doing um so yeah, I've got those two things. I'm kind of not really bothered about cosmetics. Um, they do have the Resident Evil 
outfits in there and i'm a bit like oh they look good but at the same time like yeah but i'm role-playing as sam fisher so i don't really need them so if i get them in a cache that i unlock happy days if not not gonna spend any money on it um i've also been no i haven't <laughs> i've been i literally haven't been playing anything else i i um downloaded state of decay 2 last week to play with some friends on pc it's like a zombie zombie survival game and it's not not very good guys like we just we were looking for something co-op to play on a on a saturday or something like that and i was just like god it's just this game's not very good (laughs) are there any games that are there any games that aren't zombie survival games no well obviously there are but any zombie games that aren't survival games um do you know what I mean? Because that is just the, this is I why I'm so, Daisy, so con- yeah, I know what you mean. Like Daisy, zombie really, games. What about Daisy zombie really, simulator? Yeah, they kind of kicked it off with like Daisy, and it was like, oh, everything needs to be Daisy. And State of Decay Two was like Daisy Light, and yeah. Daisy is like it's a zombie apocalypse, and but like it's persistent MMO style open world. So you kind of like when you're playing the game, you can be high, you can be mugged, forced to strip naked. <laughs> And eat poison bananas until you die. <laughs> nice. <laughs> or you, and like Sounds because like, like a it's a weird game, Daisy, because you can't just be like a, a band of like psychopaths in that game and just be like. And if you're if you find someone on their on their own just playing solo, you can be like, oh, this guy's fucked, <laughs> and you'll just oh, like hold no. him up. And if he either you either kill him in this inevitable fight if he tries to fight back, and you kill him and take all his stuff, or you kind of go. Look, we'll let you go. Just drop all your gear, and you say, "Oh, come on, guys!" Like, no, we'll let you live. We'll let you have your life if you just give us all your stuff. <laughs> and then you can just Savage. like feed them, feed them spoiled food until they get really sick <laughs> and stuff. But um, yeah, that's a weird game. But no, yeah, you know I... we were talking about toxic multiplayer last week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Literally it's... talk about poisoning people and stealing their stuff. Yeah, uh, you have to invest in that. Like I've, I, I looked at it and I heard about that and I was like, yeah, not for me. You're that's all right. Nah. Thanks. I think I'll. Uh, leave that one to the them that's fine um but i know what you mean everything is especially talking e3 this week everything is zombies we'll get into that yeah um i'm over it i've i've not really watched anything i've been watching um i've been watching critical role i've started watching that which is um critical role is the D campaign played by a bunch of famous video game voice actors and stuff run by matt mercer and uh, it's got like just Laura Bailey's in it, um, Ashley Johnson, I think, from Last of Us. People like that, really quite well-known voice actors from geek stuff. Um, yeah, Matt Mercer's is a Levi in Attack on Titan, isn't he? <clears throat> there you go. So um, yeah, yeah he's, Law he's in One Piece. He's a great DM, and it's a great kind of like Dungeons and Dragons like game to watch, and like. <laughs> and um yeah i'm into it i've been like looking for something to fill the day i've been listening to a lot of music as well so like i've been listening to a music podcast and i've been listening to and i've been watching that and it's just kind of like i've not really been too focused on what's current this week which is kind of bad considering we have a podcast about what's current this week <laughs> uh, but, yeah, yeah. you don't really miss much Batman yeah, doesn't really. eat pussy. That was pretty much. Oh yeah, that was it. Yeah, that was pretty that. much the news item from this week. I saw that. And Heroes like, that, don't do that. That picture from fucking Zack Snyder, and I was like, "How long has this been on your phone, dude?" Yeah. <laughs> like, as you just rock this out the minute it came up, and it's like, 
And like, what makes me like, I get it. It's a dumb controversy. The whole thing about it is dumb. It's like heroes don't eat pussy. It's like, yeah, I get, I understand that you don't want that kind of talk in a kids show, but it's not a kids show. It's an adult cartoon. Yeah, so Harley like, Quinn, especially. It's yeah. Harley Quinn, you know what I mean? Like, what's the, what's the fucking thing? So, like, DC being weird, and it's probably a Warner Brothers thing more than a DC thing. And, like, the last person I go to to expect canon references for Batman is fucking Zack Snyder, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's like, mate... You can't even get you can't even get the canon right. So you have the last fucking person to talk about what's canon or not. But you know, Batman, of course, he Batman. should be doing that. He's not DJ Khalid for fuck's sake. He's Batman. He's got handles on his helmet. Of course, he eats pussy. But <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but um, yeah, like I've not really been doing anything. I've been listening to a lot of music. I've been like challenging myself to remember which Metallica songs I know on guitar by like listening to it and trying to pay it, play it the first time I listen to it to see uh... if I just like how much of this I can remember just by knowing the song and knowing quote unquote how to play guitar. And I say that because like I don't think I'm a very good guitar player. But <clears throat> yeah, it's just been a good week, bit eventful, and hmm. uh, had a bit of a blast. Been a bit worn down by work, so like I'm a bit. Just like Man. as you can see by my general uh, just look. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. listeners. I look tired like shit. Hobo. It looks I like look a like tired shit. hobo. But um, yeah, that's been it really. So um, yeah, man. Dan. Cool. I have been doing nothing. Well, uh, I looked up some more bumholes. Oh, lovely. Keeping that Volum- running like, theme going. Against not even a job will. anymore. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> I don't even get paid for it anymore. I've gone freelance. Um, <laughs> oh, God, that's not what you want, freelance. <laughs> no. I no, get my oh, bumhole yeah. looked at by a freelancer. <laughs> I just, yeah. <laughs> no, I've just, uh, like, I've been looking at more sort of colonoscopy stuff at work, and they're going into the stuff where it's tagged as poor prep. Now, that generally means that they have been eating before their procedure and oh, stuff. No. So, mm, you don't want to see what that looks like on the inside. You thought it looked bad on the outside. There's a reason. Oh, why, there's a reason why porn stars go on a cleanse before anal. <laughs> you know yeah, 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 essentially. So uh, yeah, that's uh, sickening. Um, so yeah, that's been weird stuff. But otherwise, um, I haven't really done much. I don't think in terms of consuming things uh, media-wise. I've watched still plugging away at Castlevania, which continues to be enjoyable, uh, and super violent, and. Yeah. I sort of start to remember how much uh, James Callis uh, as Alucard is just a sassy, sassy bitch. He is. He's such a sassy, sassy have you got boy. To, um, have you got to Bill Nye's character yet? Who is his character in it? He's like the wizard who's looking to open the dimension door to another place. Oh, no, 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 not yet, no. That's I didn't even know he was in it. Ah, right, no, no, I'm, on, I'm still in season two, so they're kind of oh. like... All the generals are fighting amongst themselves, and that yeah, yeah. Viking guy just got killed by the former slave guy. Um, I get you. So yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's cool. It's cool. Very, very shiny animation and uh, hyper violence, which is always fun. Um, watch more Scrubs. Been scrubbing mm. it. Yeah, that's been very good. <laughs> scrubbing um, is the scrubbing that it, yeah. for wanking. <laughs> yeah. Scrubbing it whilst I look at the bumholes. Um, <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Mm. Oh, it not um, take long yeah. for this podcast to devolve. No, it really doesn't. <laughs> That's it, really. Oh, last night I had some um, friends round, 
um, for some border gaming stuff, the uh, extended household. Because we can lot. do that in Wales. Yeah, <laughs> Wales. So um, yeah, that was quite cool. So uh, one of our friends who's from a he lives by himself, so single household. They can kind of tag on to your extended. So I haven't seen him in ages. So uh, yeah, we were gonna have a barbecue, but the weather was shit, so we had the barbecue food indoors, which is so much better than an actual barbecue because. You still get all the tasty food, but it's all cooked properly. Yeah. And you don't smell of smoke afterwards. Like, barbecuing is just a massive inconvenience. I don't care if it's nice. It's just a fucking it's baller. Because you've got to clean the fucking thing afterwards, which is a nightmare. Barbecuing is more about just having people around in the garden and it's hot and you drink. That's what barbecues are. Yeah. Yeah. That's just all it is. Cut out the you cooking or simplify the cooking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll just put everything in the oven, sit outside, have a drink, food's ready, bring it out. Oh. So, uh,. Yeah, so um, yeah, that was pretty cool, um, and that is pretty much it. I uh, feel as if I should be more hungover than I am, so that's good. Just you, just and... hydrated, man. It's the it's the topic oh, yeah. of the year. Get hydrated, he says. Drinking caf- coffee, caffeine, coffee, caffeine. Uh-huh. <laughs> what is this current thing at the moment? With like everybody's just suddenly remembered that we have to drink water. Every other fucker is there, like, it's, hey guys, remember twitch. to stay hydrated. It's like. Yeah, I think it's I, I think I it's drink. Twitch because they there's like I, I I watch a few Twitch streams and everything just like hydrate and it's like all right I get it fuck man yeah. like yeah drink water eat food I Breathe. say that I probably drink two glasses of water a week <laughs> a week oh dear your piss yeah. must be like tar nah it's not too bad actually it's because I'm probably diabetic <laughs> <laughs> yay that that's that's an outcome um, My, like there's water in. I put water in my coffee. <laughs> that counts. <laughs> <laughs> I don't drink um, half as much Coke anymore, though. So, I mean, like, the, I, I, you know, I'm incremental changes, guys. Come on. Yeah, you'll get that. Hydrate. Just hydrate. Yeah, yeah. That's why they're <laughs> doing it. It's because people like you. Hydrate. Hydrate yourself. Right. Douse yourself in watery water. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah no, that's, pretty, that's, that's pretty much it. I haven't really done much. done some bit more Mass Effect, which... I've almost finished the first game now, so I've almost gotten off over the main hurdle of the thing. I just want to get onto two now, which is where I get good. Um, have you still got the uh, space racist, or have you kept the Hulk? Um, probably going to kill space racist. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, because he's space racist. <laughs> yeah, yeah and I didn't realize I how space. Here. Yeah, I didn't realize how space racist she was because I think I kept her around on my first playthrough. I don't know why, because she's just a cunt. I think, um, like, there's, people say that by the th- end of the third game, she kind of comes around. But by that point, you're like, yeah, but... Yeah, ooh, first there's, impressions. There's a, there's a standoff in the first game that ends pretty abruptly. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? It's like, oof. <laughs> and especially, like, you know, going into the second game and stuff, where, like, you know, pretty much half your crew's alien as well. It's like, hey, hey, we're going by first impressions. And, like, she, she says something really racist and tries to come on to you. And you're like... And she's basically yeah. like, yeah, you shouldn't get up with that, with Liara, because she's got her weird squid bulgy eyes or something like that. It's like, I'm pretty sure the Alliance would have some kind of, like, you know, sort of respect policy at work, you know, like an in-train, in-house at training. Work, yeah. yeah, that's it, a diversity <laughs> video you'd have to watch or something. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, no, she's she gonna die. She gonna die. Um, Good. But yeah, no, that's pretty much it. Um Nothing. I've been doing nothing. I've been re- I've been reading Dune as well. I did in preparation. see in preparation for the movie. Ninety days. Yeah. Think, is it? Oh yeah. Mm. Well, well, my friend um, Will yesterday was saying that um, 
he was like, oh, do you know what? We should try and fly to Venice to go and see it at the uh, Venice Film Festival when it premieres. I was like, okay, well, for one, I can't afford to do that. And two, Italy won't let us over there at the moment. <laughs> and I don't really want to go. So, um, I mean, I love Dune, but I don't love Dune that much. I love it to the extent this is probably the fourth or fifth time I've read this book. Um, but yeah, it's good. Read it and then watch the film and then watch the David Lynch one. Don't watch a, um... that first, whatever you do. I saw a D&D, a fucking D&D, a Dune um, meme dump online the other day, and it was just like, it was the fucking South Park like um, meme of the Mormon guy making up the fucking Mormon religion by reading this book, this thing in his head. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it was like one of the, one of the, the Frank Herbert's kid going, look, Charles, another lost manuscript. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's like, Steve, fuck off, man. Because <laughs> oh, <laughs> he keeps releasing those fucking books like decades after his death. Yeah. And yeah. Fucking mental. I don't know. But, cool. Yeah, that's me. That's pretty much me. Drew. 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 Wake up, wake up, sleepyhead. Yeah. What have you yeah, been doing, should. Mate? Oh, I've uh, not been doing much. Same shit as usual. Uh, been watching Hustle. I started watching that with Harley. Um, really? Is that the uh, J Lo thing? J Lo? Fuck no. That's, That's a the BBC uh, thingy, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, the 2004. The yeah, it's good that. Yeah, I know. A weekly heist. It's got um, it's got fucking yeah. What's his face? Got, there? Robert Robert got, Vaughan. It has, it has. I've been watching that. Um, I say watching. We watched one episode and then. <laughs> well, for um, you, that is watching something because we're getting you to watch anything is a fucking feat in itself. It's like no, Drew, put Scrubs down. And like I don't <laughs> want to. I don't want to. What's something I, uh, new, Drew? Is it David Fincher? No, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> It's like getting oh, a toddler's haircut. <laughs> I did what I did watch seven and some subs this week. There we go. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, I just been uh, I've been doing more tattoo stuff. Um, it's going great, and doing more recording. I fucked yes. up my guitar some more. I did see. So put some more stuff in it. It's Sounds very... insane. Orange. Orange. <laughs> but that one's orange. orange. <laughs> it is. I wanted to turn it into a. Just have it so it looks a bit unique. Yeah. Uh, so now it's just beige and gold. It's got a gold scratch plate on it. Looks really. Gold. Okay, <laughs> I guess. Um, it sounds like a fucking monster, though. Jesus Christ. It's what kind of monster? Like Godzilla. Just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. pretty, pretty much yeah like I, put, I put this like I didn't I wanted to get the um, Matsu Evolution like which is yeah. uh, one of the people that I wanted to get one of those and stick it in the bridge but I thought that's really good because I know the tenor I play a lot of like Steve Vai stuff so I thought that would be nice for when I'm just in my downtime just fiddling away and whatever I thought I really wanted to get one in an odd colour because I was going to just do it like green pickups and whatever just make it cool but then I thought nah you know what I'll, um, I'll go for something good so I because I'm on that binge, I thought, what does West Borland use? I just went straight down that alley and <laughs> found out that he used this invader. So I was like, well, that, that sounds pretty intense. I uh, looked at it, read about it. It sounded absolutely insane. Got it, put it in. And what in God's fucking name? That thing honestly sounds like you're just next to a plane and it's taken off. It's crazy. You can get harmonics. Like when you just play those riffs, 
and you just want to get some of those weird harmonics and yeah. the fucking you know on like the second and third frets and you're getting that like you could just yeah i love not, not even a joke it's like you just don't play it and all of a sudden your guitar is like Boop. <laughs> it's fucking it's crazy good um and the tone's like really thick as well so when you're doing those like really quick like palm muted things and you're doing those riffs which you, you just like slamming on the palm mutes but you got that beat behind it, it sounds absolutely fucking ace but i've been messing about with that a few more bits i want to do with that i want to get a tremolo system for it but i don't want to get a floating tram because it's such a fucking ball ache. pain in the ass well um, i mean the um the the zpm Ibanez floating trems that were in the S series, they're pretty good. They're not too difficult. Yeah, the the, the ZR tremolos. I was going to take the. Yeah. I've got uh, I've got my S series over there, so I was going to put the old pickups because I've got an Evolution and got a PAF. I was going to put those in the old one. The PAF's like low gain, so you can play some like really weird sound, especially with the low tunings. It kind of. I've got a PAF in the uh, in the baritone six string as well. When you're playing those low tunings, they sound. Um, I don't know how to best describe it. Like a bit wooden. But you you get a lot of yeah, depth to them, but you flat, but like yeah, yeah, but you can do a lot with it. Uh, so I was going to put that in there, but then I thought I might just take out the tremolo system. It's a ZR, but you can take out some of the springs and just have it as a floating trem because uh, yeah. it's on it's on bearings, not a not not a yeah. the um not an actual the, the knife edge. Yeah, so, that's what makes uh, it so. That's what makes it so adjustable, though. That's the thing. But if you're if you are definitely locked into one tuning forever. Like you're not gonna need adjustability. Like I, I when I had my S series, I used it, and I liked it because it was a floating trim, and I could just undo the locking nuts, retune it, and then set the spring, and then lock it back up. And it was like zero hassle compared to a Floyd Rose, where like if you want to change tunings on a Floyd Rose, it's like, well, that's your day. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> you know what I mean. My X6 is a fucking nightmare. The tuning I've got the uh, my main guitar in at the moment because I was messing about with tunings, and I thought I really wanted to get. I'm not huge on like low power chords anymore. So you're playing like a low sung power chord. It's just like, Whoa! it used to be cool back in the day. Now fucking every band in the world is like tuning low and low and low. So I thought I'd give it a really odd tuning. So at the moment I've got the tuning in like A-A-G-C-F-A-A. So like right. the, top, the top two strings are in uh, are exactly the same. So they sound like I tune one slightly like a few cents out and you get like a chorus like effect to it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then I've got the low A and then an octave higher, so that when you're playing, it's like an octave chord, but you have to, in order to get certain notes, you have to force yourself to do like slides up and down the neck to get those weird sort of riffs. But then it goes, you can't play a power chord on neck string because it goes AAG. So the tuning is totally fucking weird. It sounds fucking amazing though. It's like, just, <laughs> it's so cool. It's so much fun playing riffs like that, uh, especially in my tuning. So I've been doing a lot of that. Um, and practicing tuning and shading and uh, doing all those sorts of things that's getting like really like second nature now not second nature that's a strong way it's by no means that but i'm beginning to pull like one pass lines in like yeah. tattooing super cool um like so yeah, I'm, I'm i'm not having to go over and redo anything it's it's in and that's it the line is like sunk in there and yeah. to anyone listening that is into tattooing I'll be like, oh, whatever. I've been doing that for years. That's fine. But as an apprentice, as an apprentice. having having that as a goal, where you just you put the line in. There's no blowout. There's no scratch. It's just a fucking line. Oh god, it's like crack. Honestly, mm. you pull a line, and I literally just want to be like, 
I want to beat you up. I'm so happy. <laughs> it's just oh, that's a oh. weird take. I'm yeah, so happy like, I can I can assault so a person. Yeah, I'm <laughs> so happy I'll risk jail time. <laughs> I, is is it kind of like that feeling you get with like the scissors when it starts gliding through the wrapping paper? Just that. Yeah. Ooh. Like exactly that. Yeah. yeah. That, that's what it feels like mm. when it just that does it for sink, me. Just sinks in. Like, imagine doing that. Like you cut a picture out and you just glide in the scissors all the way through it, and you're just like, <laughs> oh, and the way to ejaculation. Like, uh, <laughs> it's that, but it's like a tattoo. Um, cool. Yeah, and, and then, instead of paper, it's a person. It's a person's yeah, and, skin. And it's a person. yeah. person's yeah, yeah, flesh. Yeah. Yeah, um, fucking metal. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it, it's super good. So I've taken on a some some of my clients are starting to ask for a bit more, like uh, asking for more custom designs, but not custom where they'll send me a reference so much. But they're sort of looking at my work and going, "Could you, if I book I in, you. can you like draw something up like this?" And just entrusting me to um, come up with something pretty come neat. They're only something. small designs, but it's pretty neat. One, there's one dude who I won't name him. But he's been absolutely astounding with let me try a few things. He sent an idea of what he wants, so I said I'll draw it up, and it's this traditional idea of like an it tattoo. But I said I'll do it in what's called like neo trad, where the colours are a bit more vibrant, the lines look a bit more. Um, you got a few different line weights in there, and all this sort of stuff. Um, but I said to him, I'm really, I've not done colour to this degree. I said it could be a long shot if you want me to try it. It could go wrong. It could go right. I said I don't know. And he was like, fine, man, you, you work your magic. So I said to him, if I can get this, I can try this. And I sent him a drawing I did of Pyramid Head. And I was like, if, if I can nail this, I can apply those techniques to this and give this a go. Would you be willing? And he was like, yeah, man, let's do it. So that <laughs> is going to be like, that yeah. dude is like my hero at the moment. He's basically just like, you, you get your techniques down on me. You, you absolutely, you do what you want. So that's been pretty sick as well. It's really exciting stuff. Um, cool. I, uh, I, 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 yeah, that's pretty much it. I've just played guitar, I watched Scrubs, and tattooed people. It's pretty much my dream life, to be <laughs> honest. It's like, other than the fact that I have to still have to go to work. Yeah. But, um... No, but I mean, it all comes. I mean, like you're doing, you're doing something you want to do, and that's important. I mean, like, I, <clears throat> I don't like my job, but I afford it, it affords me a lot of free time. And I like my free time a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, yeah. I, it's just like a means to an end. It's like I, I don't, I'm not, I don't live and breathe that place or anything. It's just like that's how I get money, and then I use my money to buy. Like this week, I bought. <clears throat> I literally bought it yesterday. Um, a D and D core set of books for like it's like the player's handbook, which I had digitally anyway, and I got the. Dungeon Master's Guide and the Monster Manual, and it's like a starter set. And I was like, maybe dipping my toes into coming up with like DMing something down the line. I don't know yet. It's fun, but I DM my I, group because I'm not like I'm. Not, I can't draw. Like I just can't. And like, but I like the concept of like watching Critical Role, especially. I'm like, that looks like a lot of fun. And I like being a bit of an idiot. And like it, the opportunity to make do more stupid voices. <laughs> you know. That would be pretty fun, and like with with the group I play in, I like to we have our main DM, and then two of us kind of like are dipping our toes into DM DMing as well. And I just thought, well, once in a while it would be nice if the DM gets to play. So if between the five of us, if three of us can like at least two of us can like do like a one shot for like a couple of months, at least he gets to play. 
you know what I mean, instead of having to constantly DM, and that's what I've been thinking of. But early days yet. Yeah. Cool. Nice. Well, that's about it. Um, that's about as positive as you're going to hear me for any more than two minutes. <laughs> yeah, any more than for the rest of the show, yeah. Yeah, you sounded excited. You sounded excited for the first time in I, such a long time. I did, I did, I fucking doing two things that I really enjoyed this week. Um, I did a lot in the gym as well. That was good. I went to a local gym just sometimes. Oh. Just, because sometimes, sometimes you just want to go into a place like a, a, a chain gym and just be like, yeah, yeah, I'm still massive. Then leave. <laughs> Where everybody saw, knows your I name. I saw this video, video on Instagram and it's just this guy and it's like every guy at the gym and he's like super skinny, but he's just walking around his house with his arms out just kind of going, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, like punches an apple and just eats a bit of it and he's like, yeah. <laughs> just snaps the, ban- snap the banana in half and just like, oh. <laughs> that's why that's why you got to go to chain gyms every once in a while because it's full of people like that and sometimes you just want to go in and remind them that they're Show not up. yeah pretty much you just go in and do a bit and then be like yeah you guys are you're, you're really a pain in the ass go get your pump and beat your girlfriend do whatever who fucking cares <laughs> fucking hell <laughs> <laughs> I'm not oh suggesting they do that it came out of fucking, that came out of fucking nowhere <laughs> I'm, why aren't I big enough why aren't I big enough <laughs> These are the type of people that fucking do that shit. The ones that yeah. fucking flare their laps and then they complain. You know, they've got only God can judge me tattooed across their chest. And fucking the name of their son, Romeo, on their left wrist. <laughs> and the name of their daughter, Crystal, on their right. And they go oh. in and get a nice little pump and a little string vest with their belt on doing bicep curls. Get to fuck. Come on. Might not, might not tell you about my new tattoos now. Feel a bit self-conscious. <laughs> yeah. I've been going to the gym as well. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no regrets. <laughs> anyway, cool. Very good. Nice to see we're all living living our lives. <laughs> Alive. <laughs> Alive. We still live and we're doing with at least like I'm not happy, but I'm doing stuff that makes me feel good. You know what I mean? I mean, my yeah. my happiness is entwined <laughs> into we're alive. much. I'm not happy about it, but <laughs> <laughs> like my happiness is messed up with a bunch of really, really deep reasons that I won't get into on this podcast. But, you know, since I got the Fender, like, I've been playing a lot more guitar. And, like, yeah, because mainly because at the moment I'm trying to wear and break in the frets because, like, it came because it's a Squire and it came, like... The really dry fretboard. Yeah, really dry fretboard and the, the frets weren't polished off or anything very well. So when I first... I drew was there. When I first bent the string on that guitar, I was like... <laughs> And I was like, oh! Oh, no. <laughs> my spine just kind of went. <laughs> so I've just been spending every opportunity I can just when I play a riff, just really bending strings all over the place to get the fucking frets polished down a bit. I hated that. I remember years, I've still got it here. It's like in a bunch of pieces. I really need to do it up. I was going to put like a new neck on it and turn it into like some weird five strings. But I've still got my old like GAX in here that I yeah. got 20 years ago, May 21st this year. And uh, I remember when I got that, that neck, it's like yours times like 10. It's like, as soon as, soon as you put anything on it, it just like sapped all the moisture out of the air. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, you bent a string and it was like someone just digging like a knife into a piece of slate and like running it down. But you could hear it like through the amp. So even if you plugged it into the amp, as soon as you ran the, and bent the string up the neck, like the amp just went, <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? yeah so yeah i've just been 
like I feel I feel guilty because I play I because I play a lot of Metallica because I'm a huge Metallica nerd. Like I have no. this Fender and like I'm playing along to these like riffs. I'm like I like I'm sorry Metallica, I shouldn't be riffing with this on a Fender. It's it feels obscene to me. I should be playing it on like my actual Explorer, but I'm just I'm just breaking it in and it's really comfortable to play because it's just it's it's, it's yeah. It's, it's really Fenders Fender, the cheap Fenders are, are really like I mean there oh, is a difference yeah. like. My dad's got a really, he's got a whole bunch of Fender straps. He just keeps buying them. He's got like some of these fucking vintage ones that are super old. And his main one is like just so played in. It's insane. He's got a cheap one as well. And when I play that, I'm always like, this is really nice. And then when I play one of the expensive ones, it's like the other one is garbage. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah, like it's so weird. garbage. But for cheap guitars, they're really like they're, they're of, of budget. They're models. really good. Yeah. 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 And it's not like it's like Fender have like a triple layer budget. There's like Fender, this Squire, and there's Affinity Squire, <clears throat> and this one's like not an Affinity. It's like a normal Squire, so like it's pretty good. But yeah, it it does the job. It sounds like the neck pickup on it sounds ah oh mm, very nice, very very nice. Yeah, you've got a humbucker uh, on there, haven't you? Yeah, man. Is it a humbucker on the? Oh no, it's you got a humbucker on the bridge and I've then some single coils. I've, I got a hardtail and a double single toy, two single coils on the no a humbucker on the bridge and a single coil on the neck and the single coil on the neck sounds really good and there's like another single in the middle. Yeah. So oh, well. to guitar. our uh, That's guitar guitar-y listeners, yeah, yeah sorry, <laughs> I was say, like, what the fuck are they on about? <clears throat> I mean, that's like some days you get fucking apples, some days you get oranges. What? <laughs> <laughs> Some days you don't uh, go to the shop at all. Right? <laughs> Some days you don't even get fruit. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's what we've been doing. And if it means guitar, it means guitar. It's been a good talk about that kind of stuff. Um, <clears throat> Loki, episode two. Did you watch it, Drew? No? Nope. <laughs> I didn't have... I, I, I want to sit down will. with it and, and watch it. Like, I'm really, I'm really take it in. I don't have the time to take it because I, I do want to watch that one. I do want to watch Loki. I thought it was pretty neat, and I, I, it's got Owen Wilson in it. And I thought that's that's always good for a lark. Yeah, I, he he always puts everything into the role because the guy's just super chilled out. He is. Um, but I just don't He's have great. it. I I just really don't have. I can't get my head into the whole fucking Marvel thing. I'm like, I'm really trying, but I just. I mean, there. you don't have to. You don't have to watch it. I mean, like, I think you'll uh, like. You can probably skip the first one. It sets up the series, but like it's basically like we said last week. It's just we need to get this Loki to where Loki was. So let's yeah. do that. <clears throat> and it's quite there's some funny bits, but um, episode two is the real episode one. I feel like yeah, that's where you know what the show is. <clears throat> is yeah, you get to um, the meat and potatoes. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about the Loki. Where's my Loki notes? There I enjoyed it. <clears throat> I it really was, liked it as well. It's really kicking yeah. off. Um, spoilers it's definitely Loki going forward. Go just going to say, because it's too difficult to not talk of spoilers about shows. We say this yep. every time, but I'm giving people... I, I ramble a bit because I give people time to get to in... The, like So they know that we're going to spoil this. So maybe... Yeah, just don't worry about it. Anyway, Loki. 
the first note I put in this fucking thing was, this is the third time I've heard Holding Out for a Hero by Bonnie Tyler this week. It's been, it's been a big week for Bonnie Tyler. <laughs> yeah, she is fucking, must be sat on a fucking printer that's just fucking stuffing out $100 bills. Because, <laughs> like, it's used in the Masters of the Universe trailer, the Kevin Smith animated series coming on Netflix. It's used in the new Guardians of the Galaxy game coming out by Square Enix, and it's in this episode of Loki, and I was like, Jesus fucking Christ, who are, like, did the internet and the world just have a sudden, like, fuck yeah, man, let's use that song. That's <laughs> yeah. fucking great song. Yeah, Put it in everything. It's just wild how, like, they all kind of coalesce, especially considering two of those things are Marvel properties, and you'd think, like, there'd be some crossover of, like, oh, maybe in the, Loki's coming out that week during E3, maybe don't put that song in the Guardians trailer. But they were just like... Yeah. But then the thing with the Guardians... Because the Guardians trailer for E3... Spoilers for... Spoilers for... Fucking shut up, Ian. Um, spoilers for a trailer. Spoilers for our talk later, I'm on about. But ah. they um they did actually go through James Gunn in the, for, the, for the songs they used in the game so that they didn't cross over with any songs he was going to use in Volume 3. So Guardians, the game, even though it isn't uh, movie canon, technically has James Gunn's tick on the soundtrack. And that's like, that's wild. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Which is pretty neat. I, yeah, but Loki... Um... <sighs> Brain fart. Da-da, 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 da-da. Da-da. Loki, dead. good. Yeah. Loki is good. Um, yeah, that, that intro of him kind of just sat at the desk... And like Miss Minutes is on the desk, and it's like I was like, "Hang on a minute, is this is this real?" And it's like, "Yeah," <laughs> and then just like working a nine to five. Yeah, it's like she like does she clock in? Ha! <laughs> uh... <laughs> Guys, Miss Minutes. Well, I'm talking... the only one who's gonna get that. Drew hasn't seen it, so <laughs> the talk, the talking clock. I, does she I, does she clock in? I can, uh, I can does she? put two and two together. Ian, shut up, get on with it. <laughs> yeah, you guys, did you see the joke? Did you see the joke I did? Did you clock in? Oh, uh, yeah, it was, it was classy. It was a good one. It was, I'm beside myself with joy. Yeah, um, <laughs> the fact that, like, that's what I thought. And then, to be fair, like, even in the show, they're like, Are you a pretty look? He's like, Are you a projection? Are you real? And starts trying to hit her. And she's like, Will you stop it? And it's like, You are real. This is weird. <laughs> and then jumps into the TV screen. Jumps into the fucking TV. Yeah, yeah. the effects on that were really good. That was some smart CGI. I'm if, uh... the problem I have with Disney Plus at the moment is like since the Mandalorian told everyone they use the volume, every time I watch that show, I'm like, are they in the volume? <laughs> I kind of look. The volume. the volume is there. Like they film the Mandalorian in this like, it's not real. There's there's only a couple of practical like actual locations, but yeah. like it's all filmed in this room with these and this like floor to ceiling, and ceiling. LCD screens. Oh right, okay. And it's all projection based, but the way they do it is they're using Unreal Engine four, and like they basically build the the set into the screen, and it's projected so you get natural light of the set rather than having to like mismatch lighting in CGI and stuff, and you can make CGI landscapes and stuff. But like oh, when cool. you move the camera, tracks perspective. Like the, the the displays track perspective for the camera, so whenever the camera camera shifts focus, the background changes in real time, so it never looks like it's weird. And they kind of build out the set on the floor to, so you don't see like the the bounds. So you got your markers and stuff. Yeah, and it's like 
Yeah. And it's like, and like when I found, like, I mean, this was season one of The Mandalorian, and you look at season one of The Mandalorian, and you're like, wait, that's that's filmed in front of giant TV screens. What? And it's like, yeah, it's like, yeah, but yeah, it's like, yeah, but so, like the indoor set where like he's he's talking to Werner Werner Herzog about the Herzog? baby, like that's a real set, right? And then you look at the show and goes, no, 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 that's. A table, some crates, and it's all CGI projected onto the screen. You're like, what? That's crazy. <laughs> That's insane. And um, so yeah, like whenever like I see like when when they're talking in the cafeteria and he's ruining the salad, I I kind of look at it and I'm like, are they in the volume? Because the background's quite fl- fuzzy. But is that just good depth of field or is that fake? Is this real? And I'm like, I, but it looks so good. I'm just like, I can't, I can't tell. I can't. Yeah. Oh, it's, fucking really good man but um that's a weird tangent for yeah yeah not... but I, I don't know what the volume was it sounds we're like not... um it sounds like Corridor a fucking pretentious indie band <laughs> i mean it probably is now we are the volume yeah probably <laughs> um Sorry. but yeah if you if you're interested in knowing about that there is a making of the mandalorian thing on disney plus oh uh, yeah no yeah i've seen that it. recommended to me um but yeah it's very good but yeah um <clears throat> i like the weird like, did were you faked out by the medieval times thing? Because like, I was watching it and I was kind of like half watching it, and at the beginning they travel back to like nineteen eighty something. Like it, it kind of before the time, the actual time jumps in. I was like, oh, medieval times, and then it was like, oh yeah, yeah, and I was like nineteen eighty five. Went huh? And then I looked at like somebody's clothing and they're wearing like a tracksuit. I was like, oh yeah, nineteen eighty five. It's a Ren Fair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for a minute I was like, oh, this would be interesting. But, um, that was quite a good little uh, sort of. That, that was definitely intentional. It's like, oh, are they going this far into the past? No, no, just to the eighties. Um, but yeah, it's cool. I like the sort of cop procedural vibe of this one. Yeah. Like seeing him in his like outfit, like it's like his like fucking work jacket. Yeah, and, you're gonna uh, see. You're gonna see a lot of fucking jackets with variant pop up on Etsy in the next six oh, months. Oh yeah, yeah, we're <laughs> not with upturned collars and whatnot, yeah. Absolutely. But yeah, no, I, I I did quite enjoy the uh, the sort of like investigative side of it, even the one where like he was just fucking yanking their train in the first uh, on the yeah, crime scene, wasting time. Yeah, definitely. yeah, yeah. No, it's cool. It was very very cool. Um, I mean, they seem to have given up quite a lot quite early on in terms of like because they they revealed the villain such as yes. she is i mean we know Ooh. yeah we know it's 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 lady we loki. know it's well we know it's a lady who has loki's kind of attire but she doesn't like to be called loki which makes me think maybe yeah. she's not actually a she might not actually be a loki more so a loki descendant maybe yeah it could be yeah, yeah. could be because it's I'm time sure travel you can't rule anything out but at the same time it's the multiverse so yeah is it you know and like this was the episode where like i definitely as soon as i saw the character the villain moving in the beginning i was like that's not tom Middleton. i was like that's not him oh yeah no he's got feminine features but not immediately i was like sweet sweet ass like that seems oh, a bit too sweet, sh- sweet ass. it's no the cat just seemed shorter and a bit like didn't have as yeah, much a bit more lithe yeah than like tom Middleton. so I, I knew it wasn't going to be him or a copy of him. I just didn't know if it was going to be like somebody old, like old man Loki, or if it's going to be like, like you say, fucking lady Loki or something like that. Yeah. So, but 
you don't know with these shows like there could be a greater villain at the, at the same time like you you just don't know because like Disney Plus have a weird thing of like oh you think <clears throat> like look at WandaVision that at the beginning of that series like oh who's trapping Wanda in this thing and it's like she's doing it to herself you know what yeah I mean? and it's like yeah so I'm a bit up in head head it's or weird. tails they've, over. they've given a compared to some of the other stuff they've given a lot away quite early I know it's only six episodes but um yeah, that would lead me to believe that not all is as it seems. Like this Lady Loki might be the actual hero of the whole thing, because possibly we don't know. We don't know her uh, her um, sort of agenda. What's the, What's the word? What's the word? Agenda. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. So we don't know that. Um, but yeah, it's 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 fun. It's fun times. Um, I quite like the. I liked Loki doing paperwork. Weirdly enough, never thought I'd say that. And sort of like actually properly investigating it, like realizing that she's hiding in apocalypses, apocalypse, Apoc- yeah. apocalypse, 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 yes, apocalypto. No way, apocalypto. No, yeah, don't, no, that's that don't, film. Um, don't mention that movie or its director. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, it's uh, that was quite cool. I like that they did the that sort of like test run of the theory in Pompeii. And Pompeii. And he just like does what he fucking wants. Just being a dick, just running around going, Go free, my goatee friends and all this sort yeah. of stuff. And like it's, um... seeing Owen Milson have kind of like a low a low key sort of like meltdown. Just sort of like, What are you doing? Stop it, stop it, stop it, stop yeah, it, stop yeah, it, yeah. stop it. I thought that was quite funny because he's been so calm and collected all the way through. And then just to see him go like, Oh, I don't like this, oh, we shouldn't be doing I this, we shouldn't yeah, be doing this, we shouldn't be doing this. Either way. Yeah. yeah. Um their rela- their their dynamic is working out really fucking well. Like because it's weird to see i mean loki has always had his comeuppance in some form and he like despite thinking he's better than everyone but in this scenario like like we said last week owen wilson's mobius just knows exactly every single thing that loki's ever going to do up to the point where it's like even even in the beginning where where he's like stalling for time trying to say like oh i know how it's going to think blah 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 and then mobius is like you almost got me, but no, he's full of shit. Just <laughs> let's go. <laughs> and it's like you don't know what. And Logan's like, you don't know what I want to do. It's like, um, get an audience with the timekeepers and try and overthrow and take over the TVA. Am I close? And Loki's just like, shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? It's like fuck. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I like the way they're kind of treating him as a kid. Like you know, when he uh, gets the his daggers from the thing. Yeah, he's like, nope. and then she's like, no, absolutely not. Puts them yeah, away, sort no. of thing. But you'd thought he'd be able to magic up some daggers if he can like dry himself I off thought in the rain. When when they were having the fight at the end with the two the the, the Loki the people that Loki was like inhabiting, um, I thought that just the oh no because magic doesn't work in the TVA. I'm just not paying attention. Like I thought when he got handed the daggers, like as soon as he touched them, he would have illusioned them into her hand. Like I thought like when she took oh, them right, off, yeah, him, yeah. he may have gone like oh I thought he was gonna whip them out be like haha i actually have magic but it wouldn't because they were in the tva when they handed it and magic doesn't work in the tva so that wouldn't make any sense um it was um it was a bit disappointing though wasn't it when they're saying like oh you know we're gonna go to a, an apocalypse to try and find it and they go to pompeii and, and that was quite a cool sequence <laughs> yeah and they just like the whole thing's just in a walmart i was yeah. there like okay cool like with yeah. all identical looking products and as they're like right somebody's buffed the budget on that Pompeii scene haven't they because this is why don't you just do it in like Asgard. Pompeii they're riding those or, or as well Asgard that, that's 
that's money, 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 money. Because it's whole Disney. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I mean, like, so they're like fucking restrictive with it, though, aren't they? It's, it's like with um, Falcon Disney. and the Winter. Yeah, but with Falcon and the Winter Soldier, you had that bombastic opening action scene, which could have come straight out of a Marvel movie. Yeah, and it was amazing. And, and then afterwards, you had like, we're just going to stroll around the dark streets of Madripoor, and nothing's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. uh, so it's like, yeah, they definitely stop being like, a bit frugal. That that the set, I think. It's a weird thing because I'm wondering if like they just wanted to, they didn't want to pluck anything out too specific that would mean they'd have to get like it maybe if it was Asgard they may would be trying to reference the fact that if the Asgard apocalypse would mean um Kate Blan Kate Blanchett yeah yeah she might have to make it or some kind of opinion, or something would have to be going on where like you'd have to bring a character in from the movie and then maybe they didn't want to do that but like I say it's dumb because Disney have all the fucking money in the world they just have it and the the, yeah. ca- the castle in Disneyland is covering a giant pit of Scrooge McDuck's gold coins they and just dead have children it. <laughs> and dead children and the fr- frozen the deaths on sight that they don't tell you about yeah <laughs> um but yeah, I get what you mean. I don't really know how far it's going to go story-wise because like it there's definitely an underlying like plot going on. Like are the timekeepers actually there? You know what I mean? There's Yeah, a, I get that vibe. There's a vibe that like maybe maybe the timekeepers are just that one woman. They're just yeah, maybe they don't exist or they the they haven't been around for some time for a reason and they're just kind of like keeping the Covering status quo. It not really yeah. doing anything about it um the lady i think it will loki be something thing. like that i think i think that lady loki might actually know that they're not around anymore and she may be trying to expose it or something because they made such a big deal in this one of with uh, mobius kind of saying like so you know well why are you working here what is it in it for you and you're sort of like oh you know afterwards we go to you know we have we all coalesce together everything's in order yeah. yeah um so it seems like they're setting it up so that his perception of the TVA is going to be shattered because he's so into it and then I think it'll be a lot of him questioning because he's so calm and collected at the moment it'll be a lot of him kind of questioning what his purpose in life is sort of thing which would be quite it's a bit of a wild card at the same time though because you look at the, some of the st- stuff he pulls like no, 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 a lot of the other agents are just very like no this is what we do these people don't matter it's fine and he is very like you know he'll stop to not scare a child and he'll take mm. Loki off on this weird like one-off experiment that he probably shouldn't have done to test apocalypses and stuff so yeah if of all the characters he is probably the one who would if something's amiss he'll be like maybe you're right but again six episodes they're gonna I think people the, the the director said the the biggest revelations are gonna come around episode four so next week, Ooh. don't expect too much to happen. Episode four is going to be where things kind of start coming together. But like, it's six episodes, so they can't really waste much time. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> what else was in the show? Just a lot of Loki talking. I found like Loki really does love to talk and hear the sound of his own voice. Like the whole thing, like I said, we like he discovers that they're hiding in apocalypses, and he's like, "Take the salad." And Moby's like, "No, that don't. That's my that's my lunch. <laughs> don't do yeah. that." And he's just like throwing salt and pepper and thinking, "Going, see, I can do all this damage to to the to this world." And he's like, "That's oh, don't." And then he grabs that guy's fucking drink and like, "Oh." And this is Ragnarok. He's like, "No, no, don't add Ragnarok to it." And he's sort of like tipping salt over. Yeah, it's. 
I'm interested to see where, like, especially him running off into the uh, into the door with Lady Loki, and where have all those time, oh, yeah. time, um, devices, re- time reset charges have gone? Because it's hun- it looks like there's hundreds of them, and like, I thought she was going to make a systemic attack on the TVA, like they're going to send it to the TVA and start doing something to the TVA, but it looks like the time, like I forgot to screen grab it. Some of the locations that they've turned, they've gone to, are like Asgard. Ego, fucking Vormir, oh. places like that. There's lots of very, really key point, like places and things. So I'm wondering if, because she, she's bounced through time, she knows of really key events. So maybe a reset charge has gone to Vormir when either <clears throat> um, Tash was about to die, or when yeah, when Gamora. she was Gamora or Black Widow were going to die. Maybe that changes that. Um, it's gone to ego for when the ego is a living planet and he dies. That's a big fucking event, you know what I mean? Maybe it yeah. changes that, you know. So yeah, and it creates lots of split timelines that are too, like much. I know. So I think that that moment might actually that moment might actually be the creation of the multiverse. Fuck, I didn't even. It think looks that. like it. Did you not? No, I thought that's exactly what they were getting at. I because just the whole that together in my head. Yeah, no. no, you had the thing in the first episode where they were like, "There's all multiverses and they're all at war," and then we coalesce it into the sacred timeline. And then this is when you see them sort of fragmenting off like yeah. that. It's a bit like it's like the um, an end game with the ancient one. With um, the yeah, when you the take an infinity stone out of yeah. the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you see them splintering off there. It's just that, but in a two D sort of thing on there. So yeah, yeah no, this is going to be the thing that kicks off Doctor Strange too. It looks like definitely, I think so. Like I, I didn't honestly. I'm a fucking idiot because I didn't clock that into my head. I was yeah. like, oh, yeah, this, yeah, this, yeah, this looks are. serious. Yeah, you are. I was like, this looks serious. And I'm like, oh, yeah, of course, that's the birth of the multiverse. But, um, yeah, good show. Rebirth. Definitely keep up to date with that. If you're listening to us and you haven't watched it, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah. you know I mean? You're just doing it wrong. If you're listening you're to just... us, you're just doing something wrong with your life. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's that. Um, Something's gone wrong somewhere. Let's talk video games then, shall we, gang? Let's talk the big... games. It's E3. Woo! Ether. Uh, what did I say it was? E3. E3 <laughs> Electronic E3 Entertainment what? Expo 3. Yes. And, Where um, they exposed of... the problem with exclusives. Sorry, go on. They did. They exposed a bunch of things to people in a good way-ish. And nobody cares. <laughs> but let's go. Let's try and do... I've put my notes down conference to conference. I've tried to get the most important things down in my notes. So we'll start with Ubisoft. Ubisoft. Ubisoft talked a lot of stuff about things and uh the big key points i came out of that was rainbow six ex- extraction which was rainbow six quarantine which of course they changed that <laughs> yeah um is a four-player co-op game where you have to go through a map and work together as a team to save a thing does that sound familiar to anyone because it's left for dead and guess what listeners you're gonna hear that fucking description a lot because everything's left for dead now everything is left for dead it's everything's Already. a four-player co-op something and it's just uh, what the fuck the industry finally caught up to 2011 <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah well it, it, 2007 was it Left 4 Dead 1, 2007? Yeah. yeah, I think so. So when was 2? Was that I like... I say 6 or 7. 2009. Fuck me. Yep. Anyway, yes, Rainbow Six Extraction. It's... <laughs> this is the midlife crisis portion of the podcast. 
It's just so long ago. Um, yeah, it's tactic, tactically, tactically, tactical based co-op, like which is Rainbow Six's kind of forte. But it just looks super like the main goal of the thing is to progress through a map, killing special infected monsters in scenarios. Doing special people. And ref and rescuing a fallen member of the extraction team, and it's a bit like, okay, and it is just looks like, oh, that's a spitter, that's a smoker, that's the tank, that's a charger, uh, and it looks a bit like, okay, I get it, sure, why not? Um, I don't understand why the game industry is so hell bent on making me play games with people. I tell you, I tell you exactly why. I tell you, I tell you exactly why it's happening. All Boy. these four, all no, all these four-player co-op games are stealth, always online games. That's what it is. They're stealth living games. They're marketing them as four-player co-op. Play with your friends constantly. Blah 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 blah. It's super fun, and it's like this game requires an always online internet connection, and it's a living game, and it'll have microtransactions and so so so. so. And it's like, hang on a minute. Fuck you. That's what it is, and it's like because. You can play these games, like, you can play these games with AI. You can. But as someone who's played a lot of Left 4 Dead, you absolutely don't want to play those games with AI. (laughs) And Drew will absolutely back me up on that, because even Valve can't get the fucking AI right. And they're they're usually pretty fucking shit hot. And the AI in Left 4 Dead is straight trash. It's like, we've just got out of the safe room. I'm downed! <laughs> oh my god, that brings back so many memories. You know, it's like okay, let's get let's get Rochelle up. Immediately uses a health pack. I'm like, no, you're on that. Oh, <laughs> okay, I just back. got fl- I just got flashbacks of Lois just screaming, Francis! <laughs> <laughs> At the moment the fucking safe door opens. Yeah, yeah, it's just like I got pills here. Immediately chugs them. Like save them. Fucking <laughs> uh. junkie. I think I love that game. That game is so good. It is so good. Left 4 Dead. (laughs) Good old fashioned cola. I fucking love that. I fucking love Coach, man. Um, Yeah, like, AI, we're playing with AI in those games is that um, Nathan Fillion meme of him kind of just kind of going, no, but just, oh. (laughs) You know, that's kind of it. So, yeah, it's, 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 everything's full player co-op because they want it to always be online and they'll update it with stuff that you can get and they can release seasons which is like the new thing of like buy into this season it's three months of content if you get the premium pass you get the content for free but if you get the premium pass you get bonuses and it's like you know everything's that now um yeah ubisoft rainbow six extraction looks if you like rainbow six and you don't like pvp that's what that's the pve rainbow six it's non it's still Bleh. it's still co-op but it's an online but it's not combat happy about it's it co-op, yeah. Yeah. um they released rocksmith plus and we all remember rocksmith because it's the video game that was designed to help people learn to play guitar and as a concept it was good you came with a little dongle you plugged your guitar into your playstation you learned to play guitar it's a gamified, oh, yeah. a gamified playing guitar for people, which is good because it gives you tangible goals and like rewards and things like that. And I think when you're starting out to play, that's really important because 
uh, people do when you hear stories of people saying, oh, I tried to learn play guitar, but I just kind of fell off because it seemed a bit complicated. It's like if you have goals to be like, oh, just learn basic chords and get strumming patterns down and like, oh, you've got this. You you know the chords to the fucking Wonderwall. Cool. You know, whatever the fuck. And That's you get cool. rewards That's for That's never it. cool. You know what I mean, though. But like it, it gives people an incentive to carry on so they can get to the part where they are learning fucking whatever song what they want to learn want. yeah yeah you know what i mean um but rocksmith plus is not a game it's an app for your oh. phone and it's oh. subscription based oh. and it's like of course it fucking is and the whole time i was watching that, i was going oh it's subscription based so that's going to be nine pound 99 a month easily or yeah. you could just go to guitar pro and pay 20 quid a year and get every song ever recorded with full backing tracks and full control and full tab for 20 quid a year. Yeah. And it's like, but, but yes, but Rocksmith listens to what you're playing and tells you for playing it right. It's like, yeah, but I don't know, man. That seems like it's just a scam. <laughs> you know, to me, I'm like, Guitar Pro software is like 60. I know you have to read tab, but a lot, you, there are simplified versions of that as well. And it's just like, you don't really like Songster and Cordify are online for free. Cordify is on the internet for free, and it's just, here's the chords to Star Sailor's Way to Fall, and you can play along with it, and it just tells you the chords, and it tells you when it's going to come up, and you can listen to the song and learn the chords. It's free. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I don't know how that's really going to pan out. But the big news from the uh, Ubisoft conference, there's a new Avatar game! Ever oh. relevant. James Cameron's Dude. avatar is relevant again. Fucking I, maybe. <laughs> the, the movie tie-in game I that killed that movie tie-in games. Avatar the game literally killed movie tie-in games because they don't make them anymore after that. Is getting a new movie tie-in game. And you get to explore Pandora and have weird hair ponytail sex with things. Or you can be the bad guys, I guess. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So no, yeah, that's, that doesn't appeal. That was kind of it for Ubisoft. I couldn't didn't really remember much else. Um, it's just such weird. To, oh, actually, know that Avatar Land is opening in Disney, isn't it? And yes. I think the new films are due out like next. Well, they've been due out next year. They've been the due out for ten, 10 years. years. <laughs> fucking oh god! Just like it wasn't even a good film. I don't understand people, the fucking fuss. People like it. Oh, I hate it. And that's fine. I, and I, I hate that. You know, I um, I don't like it because I just don't think it's it's it, shit. It just felt like a like of of all the people who could cash in on 3D, it's James Cameron. And fair play to him, he, yeah. did, he did it right, and it is the best, probably the best 3D movie you can see. But it's Fern Gully in space, and to be honest, yeah. Fern Gully's got Tim Curry as a singing slimy ooze oil thing, and that's way more fun. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> It's such like, like it's, it's just by the numbers committee storytelling on it. Yeah, I just there's nothing yeah. exciting about it in terms of like oh I didn't see that twist coming or anything like that. It's just like nice. No, it's, yeah. it's just fucking generic balls. It just looks pretty. So yeah. And then, um, look sorry, forward that's... to that. Look forward to that in 2022. I think it's coming out. If, if it was Avatar: like The Last Airbender game, I'd be all over that shit. There is one. So, fucking have Avatar: The Last Airbender. There is one. Is it good? No. <laughs> it has it has the easiest 1000 gamer score on the xbox 360 though like literally the huh? easiest one you can get you can get a full 1000 achievements on that game in five minutes 
Because yeah. you literally start the tutorial and it's like, use your powers to cast this. And you just press circle 50 times and you get a 50 point combo and you get all five achievements. And you know, bup, bup, and you take the discarded tray and you send it back. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And that's it. But yeah, it's ba- and it's based off the cartoon as well, not the movie. So like the cartoon, sorry, the anime film. Yeah. You know. um, but yeah, let's talk about the big one though. The Xbox Bethesda showcase, which Dan is not happy about. Because that means because Dan's Fuck them Dan's all. Fuck Microsoft angry. buying up all the studios. Fuck them. I dunno, man, because Sony aren't exactly innocent in that party either. Yeah, but they're better. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Sony pony over here. But I have a PlayStation, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> I mean Yeah. The biggest thing they opened with straight away was Todd our boy Todd Howard. Everyone's favorite fucking lying CEO. <laughs> oh, Tony came out, H. Came out with um, the Starfield trailer, the, which with a release date of 2022, November 11th, 2022. And that game is guaranteed to not come out then. Um, yeah. <clears throat> it's a brand new engine, which they've said three times before. Looks great. Looks like a space game. <laughs> you know? Yeah. There's a helmet in it, and it's like a CGI trailer. Not really much to go on, but, but you see space, yeah. you see a sandwich, you know? <laughs> it's just, Yeah, it's a space game. I hate, like... This is the thing I don't like about E3, um, mm-hmm. and gaming in general, is so much is played into the hype. I mean, look at what happened with No Man's Sky. Like, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I, I don't pre-order games anymore. Unless I know it's from a franchise that I love. So, like, Final Fantasy VII Remake, that was yeah easy money. Like, fine, take my pre-order. Um, Mass Effect Legendary Edition. I've played those three games. I would like to play them again. Shinier, take my money. That's fine. Yeah. But like, it's, it's why I still haven't got Cyberpunk because everybody's like, "Oh, it's going to be amazing!" And I had delay after delay after delay, and I was like, "I've been here Is before. I know exactly what's going to fucking happen when this yeah. comes out." And then within two days, it's like, "Yeah, it's buggy as fucking. Doesn't really work." Uh, also, it's not what you thought it would be, apart from Drogu's. Probably still. Yeah, but that's Drew's wheelhouse. Yeah. Yeah. Literally, <laughs> if there's if Drew had a wheelhouse, it would be the wheelhouse of Cyberpunk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pretty much. Um, pretty much. But yeah, start. I think my my thing with E three is like, yeah, okay, it's a lot of bullshit because of course it is. It's it's a marketing thing. Of course, it's bullshit. Like yeah. I do think. At, at some point, you people have to be responsible for their own hype levels. If you got bought into something three years before you've even seen the game, there's a little a little bit of that on you. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, so I like I go to E3 because I'm like, oh, I literally use it as a way to go. I'll keep an eye on that. That's yeah. kind of it. And and like that's probably the best way to handle these kind of things. And people who are like, oh, which gaming company won E3? It's like, oh, what? Fuck how, yeah, how can you win? Like no, like I tell you who won. Nobody, because we all lost. Because it's all lies and it's marketing. Yeah. That's all it is. Who won? Advertisers. There <laughs> yeah, we go. advertisement they, revenue. They That's always win. Um, so yeah, Starfield 2022 exclusive to Xbox and PC because, and like, I get it. I did like when they bought Bethesda. I was like, oh well, I guess I'll have to just really make sure my PC's good because or. Yeah. Or if I feel like I must, I'll buy an Xbox Series S. I'm not getting a Series X, no fucking chance, because I've got a PS5. I don't need it, and I don't play in 4K anyway. I, always, I play in 1440p, and as long as it's 60 frames, that's fine. I'm happy. And the Series S does both of those things. So, like, 200 quid, I mean, for a, you know, I'm fine with that, I guess. And Game Pass, you know, Game Pass, it is a good deal. 
if you're just dipping in and out of games every now and yeah. again, like if you've got an Xbox and you're just like, oh, I'll play this, and everything's coming out day one on Game Pass, you can be like, oh, I can play five games, a brand new, for nine quid. Yeah. You know what I mean? That is that is a good deal. But like, <clears throat> because my home console is the PS5, because I just like it's I just like the aesthetic of the PS5 and the controller's more comfortable in my hand and like because I have a fucked up hand. Um I think I haven't told you about that, but it doesn't matter. Um what, your fucked up hand? Yeah, I've got fucked up tendons in this part of my hand because I caught it in a machine in Manchester. Yeah, so like Oh right. No no cool. joke, like like I can do that, but I can't yeah. do it with a hand. Like Oh shit. Yeah. So like the Microsoft's controller is a bit too big. So after yeah. about an hour, I get really bad cramp in this part of my hand, all the way down here, because it's just not sat properly. And I was really worried about whether the PS5 controller, because the PS5 controller is a bit bigger. This is a weird tangent. It's not important. Yep. But it's I do get a bit of cramp in that hand with the PS5 one as well, because it's, it's just a bit bigger. The PS4 yeah. controller was the perfect size. Anyway, that's the big thing. Bye-bye. So what, I'm, what, I've, what I've done now is... Because I have a gaming PC, and I've been, I was fortunate to kind of get in on that table a couple of years ago. I've just put my name down on a on a mailing list for EVGA, and I'm gonna save for a 3080. And as long as I can get a 3080 by November next year, I'll be happy. Because I'm not really in a rush to play Halo at all. Because I'm not a Halo fan, so I don't really need to worry about it. So, like, worst case scenario. I buy a Series S and I just play it on that and that'll be fine. Best case scenario, I get a 3080 and I won't need to upgrade my gaming PC for 10 years. <laughs> you know what I mean? There is that, so, yeah. You know what I mean? And I've got plenty of time to save for that, so not a problem. Um, other games, they've they've released... They've got a new game come out called Contraband, which by Avalanche Studios, the people who make Just Cause, and it just looks like a mexico based you steal stuff or you're a smuggler not not much to go on just kind of a no racial profiling then yeah but um <laughs> it's just it's just very generic trailer um stalker 2 is coming out um stalker, stalker as a franchise is huge like it's you play you know what metro is don't you the metro no. games it's like post-apocalyptic russia Stalker is basically post-apocalyptic Ukraine or Russia, and oh, um, okay. well, I mean, there's that's probably really touchy because Ukraine isn't Russia, but I don't know the mm. geopolitics for that. So sorry, anyway. muddy area, yeah, muddy um, area. <laughs> but it's like set in Chernobyl, and like Stalker's really, really like Stalker on PC is a hugely cult game. Like people love Stalker. I'm surprised, Drew, you've probably played Stalker. No, I haven't played that. Oh, maybe, maybe not then. But um. Yeah, it's very, very, very cool aesthetic. Like, it's nuclear wasteland kind of, like, scavenging for supplies. There's weird interdimensional demon things. Looks very cool. I do want to play that. But, again, it'll probably come to PC first. I'm fine with that. Psychonauts 2 is coming out in August. Double Fine Studios sequel to the very popular cult classic Psychonauts. Um, Very funny. Double Fine led by Tim Schafer, who used to do things like um, games for Lucas Lucas Games, which... Um, oh, yeah, I miss like Lucas Games. Secret, Secret, Mon- Secret Monkey Island, um, Full mm. Throttle, Day of the Technical, that kind of stuff, like that guy. So it'll be very funny, very fun to play. We've been looking, I've been looking forward to that because it's been in development for a while now, and it was touch and go about whether or not Double Fine were going to release it. 
and then when they got bought out by microsoft it was like oh well now they have money they'll be fine and they've been kind of been left alone to just get that out the door and i'm looking forward to that sea of thieves have crossed over with pirates of the caribbean because why of course they have it's the biggest pirate thing in the known universe why wouldn't you um diablo 2 remaster is coming out in september if you like diablo it looks pretty cool that looks cool yeah i quite like diablo um Halo. Really yeah. No. Halo. Halo no. Infinite is coming out no. this this year, he says. Um and this is what we were talking about last week. Battlefield are touting Battlefield twenty forty two and they're like, buy our seventy dollar game which is just multiplayer and multiplayer, we'll have a yeah. se- which will have a season pass and microtransactions. Meanwhile, Call of Duty are like, Warzone's free and Halo like, Halo multiplayer is free. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and it's like what the fuck are EA doing? <laughs> you know what I mean? Being like, EA is what they do. Yeah, and like I don't like Halo, but like the Halo multiplayer trailer, it looked cool. If you're into Halo, I can see why that trailer would be like they the announcer was like killing spree and all that kind of stuff. It looks like they've really gone back to like what makes Halo multiplayer cool. I'm I might play the campaign, maybe. I you I like ODST. That's my favourite Halo, and that's not usually a popular choice. But yeah, so you know, Halo's just one of those franchises where it was kind of like the first to absolutely nail the modern FPS. Well, they re, they re, like re, what's the word? They reinvented it. it. Reinvented yeah. it, yeah. Because that's so the real that. twin stick analog game, yeah. But then they didn't really kind of evolve the franchise at all since yeah. then, like, apart from one, updating two, the graphics. Yeah, one, I played three, three based on hype, and it was just, oh, this is generically boring. It was Halo One again. Yeah, I was like, okay, yeah. cool. Moving um, on. Any impact from the weapons? No, it's a bit weird, but you know that's cool. There's a there's a two D kind of eight bit cyberpunk game called Replaced, which looks really cool. It's like the trailer's really. It's like two D parallax and like, but the animations in it are really tight, and like the combat looks really fucking cool. I think Drew might want to look that up if he likes eight bit style two D games, but like Replaced. It looks looks good. Hades is coming sweet. to game. Mm. Hades is coming to Game Pass. The everyone's been talking about it last year. Game, lots of game of the years. Roguelite, Hades. Uh, yeah, Game Pass Day One on Xbox. It is coming to PS Five. Don't worry about that. But yeah, um, I don't know what Hades is. Hades is like an isometric top-down roguelite. So it's basically it's a run-based game. But you get, oh right yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, but you get it's set in like the underworld of the Greek gods, and it's got really it's, the writing in it is top notch, and the music is top notch. Worth a play, even if you're not into roguelites or roguelikes. Two different words there: lights and likes. Um, likes. I want to get it on Steam, ideally, but I'm just kind of waiting to get it. You know, what I mean, I don't know. I'm waiting for the mood to strike me. Um, Forza Horizon Five is set in Mexico, so that's if you like Forza Horizon. It's that. And you like Mexico. Mexico. Yep. Yep. Uh, Redfall is Arcane Studios who do Dishonored. They're coming out with a four-player co-op Left 4 Dead style game against (sighs) vampires. Not zombies. Vampires, Dan. It's different. Yeah. (laughs) Drew, are you convinced? You You convinced it's different? Nope. I'm (laughs) bollocks. Um... (laughs) I, I came up with the joke that it should be called because <laughs> it's because it's a Left 4 Dead thing 
and it's vampires. Yeah. It should be called Back for Blood. <laughs> oh dear. Like, I want to suck your blood. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad you make yourself laugh. That's, that's the yeah, most important thing. You can make yourself laugh. Some other things. Shredders is like a really slow looking snowboarding game. Don't worry about that. Aiden Chronicles 2D is a 2D HD like Octopath Traveler looking RPG. Looks pretty neat, but it was a Kickstarter, so we'll touch and go about when that's going to be. Yeah. Outer Worlds 2 got a trailer, which everyone's yes. bumming because it's really funny. And I'm like, yeah, yes. but. But, okay, it's exclusive, which I hate. However, yeah. I really like that trailer because it brought up literally everything I hate about E3 trailers and it did it quite yeah, well. It's like, here's the monster. It... This is the last time you'll see it because it's only for the trailer. And they're like, yep, there we go. Yeah, but the thing is, right, what annoys me about this, right, it's a very funny trailer, but it's like Deadpool 2. Just because you put a hat, because, just because you hung a lantern on the joke to say it's a joke doesn't mean you're excused from doing the joke. Yeah, I suppose. You know what I mean? Like they're like, look at the funny wit. Look, look, look at what we're we're satiring the E3 trailers while making that E3 trailer. And I'm a bit like, come on, guys. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm a bit like. I never get to Ugh. play it anyway, but yeah. Like I, I wasn't really a big fan of Outer Worlds. It felt like, not because I'm a hardcore Fallout fan, even though I am. I'm not like anti Obsidian. I just found. When I play Fallout games, I play them for the world, not the p- pithy dialogue and side quests. Yeah. So, like, when I was playing out of worlds, I was like, "Oh, cool! This will be at least at least it'll have an interesting world to explore." And there was like six maps that were very small, and I was like, "This is disappointing." Yeah, yeah. I think they'll expand on it. They'll expand on it in the second one. It'll, looks, that'll be a bit the better yeah. game because they've got money behind it. So, like, yeah, that yeah. if they make it like actual big open worlds, like I'll be much happier with that and then i'll enjoy the dialogue more and things like that and I, you know the character writing is better in it and like it looked like fallout 4 even though it wasn't fallout 4 so yeah. everyone's like oh it's much better graphics like mm, is it though but you know uh, it's it's dirty dirty muddy yeah are um bethesda keeping their big two as timed uh, no. exclusives <clears throat> who knows because microsoft they can do it i mean yeah it's a weird thing because, like, sorry, Joe, we're really rambling, and I know you got to go. Um, <clears throat> like, daddy, uh, fucking, what am I trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> um, Drew, sing. On one hand, why would you shoot yourself? In, why would you shoot yourself in the foot to make more money? Like, you can just yeah. license it to PS Five and PS Four and make more money and sell the sell more copies of the game, but they're massive titles and if anything's going to bring people to your platform it's elder yeah. scrolls you know what i mean that's going to make people come to your platform worst case scenario like best case scenario they buy an xbox series x just for fallout or elder mm. scrolls worst case scenario they just download it on game pass on the pc they already have and then you've they've got you again because you bought game pass and you're playing it on their platform you know what Fuck i mean it. so who knows it just it, we won't know about that because Elder Scrolls, that's not coming out until twenty thirty. We're not seeing that, and Fallout yeah, no, is af- and Fallout's going to be after that. So like, yeah, we're not seeing those games for ten years. Like they put that trailer out a couple of years ago just to shut people up to say, look, we're doing concept art. That means this game is not in active development. We're working on Starfield, and that's not even out yet. So 
don't expect anything from that. Um, Square, Square Enix of Squeenix. RPG they came out with Guardians of the Galaxy. Sing, it's a single player story based game based on the Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, yeah, looks fun. Looks fun. It's very much. It's very much more in the style of the comic than is the movie, um, which yeah. is neat. But at the same time, weird. Like, oh, they look like the movie characters, yeah. but there's something not, wrong not. about them. The it's same that, way as Avengers did. It's that Avengers thing of like they because the MCU is so like when, that's what people think of the characters now. Like when yeah. you say Captain America, you don't think of the comic book. You think of Chris Evans, that kind of thing. It's a weird kind of like, well, we'll we're trying to make them look as in between More traditional. Yeah. But Gamora looks fucking cool. <laughs> yeah. You know, in a weird fucking exosuit. It so, was yeah, um, it looks... was it was a weird one that because they advertised it as single players. Like you are Star Lord. It's like okay, but mm. do I get to play as the other guys at all? I don't like, think you do. It... I don't. No, think see, you it's do. weird. You could have a rotating sort of like different style of gameplay for each sort of thing. But it's square. Like, I imagine they could do the Final Fantasy VII thing and like when you get into a combat scenario, you can sort of switch between your party members. Yeah, as a party member, yeah. maybe. That, or issue commands like Final Fantasy XV did. Where like it was oh, like, yeah. You know, that kind of thing. Um, looks pretty neat. Uh, Final Fantasy one to one to six have been remade pixel the pixel versions, not the horrible three D remakes that they did in the like late two thousands, where like they remade all Final Fantasies one through six with this really horrible three D chibi art style and it's shit. Oh yeah, but that was they, odd. But the monkeys pour on that one. The finger killed up and is like, we're remaking these in Pixel Perfect Edition. It's only coming out on mobile and Steam. Motherfuckers. <laughs> it's like fucking hell. The case of the monkeys pour. Um, Black Panther's come to Avengers and they didn't show his face because everyone knew that like the faces for those characters looked terrible in that game. So it was like, yep. put the helmet on really quickly. <clears throat> um, but yeah, looks neat. Looks like he plays really well. You know, it's Black Panther, which would be pretty yeah. cool. There's a Hitman sniper game, not important. Final Fantasy VII Battle Royale on phones. That's if you, I don't know, who cares. Oh, yeah. And they're doing <laughs> the um, Final Fantasy VII, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's just like, it's a Battle Royale uh, and it's mobile only. So it's like, I, I'm out. <laughs> Fucking, <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah, Life is Strange has got a new vi- new game called True Colors. Where the woman, the woman's superpower in that game is empathy, and I'm not joking. <laughs> like Ooh. it seems cool and all, but like, or like you know, if you, it's it's. That's like just like, playing as fucking Counselor Deanna Troy. It's yeah, and like, Life is Strange but, games have a good um, without being on a spaceship. They 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 have a good storytelling for based on like um, like young, female and queer kind of thing you know which is you know you don't see often in games which is cool to oh, see right. quite but diverse at the same time the uh the superpower is like ah, oh, she's feeling really angry i can either take this anger away from her or i can make her feel something else and it's like is this a superpower yeah. <laughs> i don't know just, yeah. i could <laughs> like, like i could antagonize it or i could just yeah, leave her alone for like, a bit and like in the first game, I'm pretty sure you could travel through time. <laughs> you know, <what> I mean? <laughs> it's like it's it, oh, I don't know. So yeah, cool. Um, Capcom had a really wet fart 
fucking streamer was like, we're making Resident Evil 8 DLC. And they announced it with white text on a black background. It's like, we're making DLC. It's like, oh, neat. <laughs> cool, man. Really we're doing our jobs. Yeah. Um, some oh, do you see the, um, the, oh. with the, sorry, the Squeenix one? There was that Far yeah. Fantasy Origins oh, Strangers one as Rap. well. The Death of Chaos. Is, oh, my God. That trailer was they I mean, say chaos visually so much. stunning. Oh my god, like chaos! Oh yes, I will defeat chaos! Chaos! And then, like, every time he killed something, he was just he was so really graphic. angry. <laughs> he, he was so angry at the thing he just he did, killed. And he was just like. He did the Godzilla does... jaw to someone where yeah. it's like. It's like, oh, what? And then, like, yeah, yeah. it's just like, oh, I'm mad at my dad or something like that. And I was just like, why are you yeah. so angry? But Calm down and stop saying chaos every five seconds. Apparently. Frick. Apparently, it plays really well. Like, the demo works now. There was, like, a day where it released and the, you could download the demo. didn't work. You just started to start and go, nope. Uh, okay. <laughs> and uh, But apparently, people have been playing it. I haven't played it. But um, just good for a podcast where we talk about stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, it plays really well and the music's really fucking good. Like, so, you know, get it's a bit Eminem versus Chaos. But at the same yeah, really time, is. angry uh, white man. That's what we need represented yeah, right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> angry um, white man just fucking shouting at things. But uh, it plays really well, apparently. So you know. Yeah, cool. I might give um, it a shot. But... Capcom yeah. did Monster Hunter stuff. If you like Monster Hunter, there's more Monster Hunter coming. I like Monster Hunter. Um, Nintendo. This was the big one. This is when everyone was like, Nintendo blown us all away again with an amazing stream. Um. Kiryu fucking from Tekken is in Smash. Cool. And it's like, that seems stupid, but at the same time, like, Super Smash Brothers is becoming the ultimate fighting game crossover universe. Because it's got, like, Terry in it from, I think it's Virtual Fighter or something. Um, Ryu's in it. Ken's in it. Kiryu Kazama's in it from Tekken. <laughs> you got fucking a bunch of fucking sword guys from fucking a bunch of other games. It's like, what the fuck? Like, everyone's in this fucking game. And, like, the announcement trailer for that was pretty cool because it was just him walking up to a cliff with, like, Captain Falcon's body and throwing him off a cliff. <laughs> and it flinches nice. from Tekken 1. And it's like, but, like, every time he killed someone in a fight, he just starts, he just come back to that scene and he's throwing that person off a cliff <laughs> and he just ends up Did throwing he... all these Smash characters off a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> Did he do it with Kirby? Yeah, and it ends <laughs> with Kirby and he just drops him off the cliff and he turns his back but because it's Kirby, you just see see Kirby just kind of like float behind him and float <laughs> That's quite funny. It's just fucking wild, man. But yeah, that's, I don't play Smash because I'm terrible at fighting games but like that yeah. game... Like is value for money in spades, I think. Um, Super Monkey Ball is getting a bunch of remasters, and it looks like a new game. I think they're remastering one to three, and coming up with a new game. And uh, mm. if any game is appropriate for the Switch, it's Super Monkey Ball because it's like handheld and motion, and like that seems just like a fucking no-brainer. Um, there's a new WarioWare. I fucking Yay. love WarioWare. I don't um, know WarioWares. WarioWare is basically a, like if you had a 3DS or a DS or a Game Boy, it was a collection yeah. of mini games that just got faster and faster and faster, but really weird mini games because the okay. concept of the concept of WarioWare is 
Wario wants to make a lot of money and the easiest way to make a lot of money is to make video games but he wants to make these micro games to get as many out as possible so he can make as much money as possible so they're really weird games where like you have to you're controlling a pair of tweezers and you pluck people's someone's nose hair out as quickly as possible or you have to un, you have to like unravel the full toilet roll roll as quickly as possible and things like that and it's just really stupid games yeah. and but they're so quick it's like five second games move on to the next one and like as you progress through the actual game the mini games get faster and faster and faster and faster and faster and more weird and there's weird like ip based ones where like you're zelda and you have to smash as many pots in this room as possible and things like Sounds that. like a mobile game well it's just, it was a game boy game originally yeah a game boy advance game so it's handheld yeah um it would but like nintendo should make more mobile games really but so they do with, best. with the switch being handheld and home console that's that's kind of where it is but that looks cool um metroid there's a new metroid new 2d metroid everyone's been screaming about um looks like a 2d metroid looks pretty cool um, yeah and they yeah. all that franchise um i like super metroid because everyone does um yeah but again like i'm not huge on metroid myself but the 2d metroid has been like vacant in that space for must be like 15 years now but they're finally releasing this one and they're like but this is the last 2d metroid and it's like oh don't say that (laughs) you know because people want this um shin megami tensei 5 is coming to switch that's um that's the game that persona is spawned from oh right okay yeah, Shin Megami Tensei like is like Persona is technically a spin-off from Shin Megami Tensei, but um, okay. yeah, like so you might like that if you like Persona, Dan. Hmm. It's Make very like my pickle. post-apocalypse, but your school kids kind of thing. It's weird. Yeah, classic um, anime. And we got a full proper ga- like semi gameplay trailer for Breath of the Wild two, which they've said is coming out next year, but like it ain't. Nope. <laughs> you know it just ain't and it looks really fucking cool there's a b- bunch of stuff in that trailer of like like link doesn't have the sheikah slate anymore clearly because like the 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 context of the game it wouldn't work anymore but he has this really fucked up looking arm and like he can do these like the powers are kind of changed like the you can still do stasis but you can reverse time with it and stuff and you can like teleport through walls and things and it looks really fucking cool and it's all set like in the sky so like there's like <clears throat> parts of the map in breath of the wild have kind of like been erupted from the earth looks like and they're in this like sky zone so there's like a sky zone it looks like there's the main overworld and i'm not sure if there's going to be an underworld as well i don't know yet but obviously no one yeah. knows but yeah if you like breath of the wild which a lot of people do because it's the best zelda i think if I was gonna think about it myself, it's probably my favorite one to play. I've not played it. I don't have a Switch, so um. Oh, babe, you get me it. Bye. <clears throat> but um, yeah, man, looks neat. But that's yeah, E3. That's all the yeah, gaming it, news you should really know. <laughs> it's been a bit shit the last few years at E3. Like none of the advent. I mean, the Anthem's well, got an emotional out, out um thing out of me because I got angry, but um. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I haven't been... I mean, I don't buy into hype anymore anyway, but now and again, I will see something yeah. and I'll be like, oh, it looks cool. Yeah, cool, 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 cool. 
But nothing, yeah. literally nothing. I'm hoping the, um, I mean, Sony will probably do their state of play thing in the next couple of weeks because that's what they did It'll last be year, wasn't it? A couple of weeks after E3, yeah. Yeah, they did E3 and they're like, oh, yeah, we'll do our own thing. And they usually do it a big thing, drop a load of trailers. So yeah. I'm mean, looking for more to that, but like, yeah, just, well, I think just meh. It's Nintendo, really, because like, sorry, Drew, I mean, like, you, you've. This is like I feel like we've really like brought you along for no reason. I'm really sorry. <laughs> I, I, I will have to run off in a sec, but I can leave you to it. I don't mind. Well, have you got any thoughts on E3? Don't give a fuck. Um, they didn't put Silent Hill in there, and yeah. I don't care because that's all I'm asking for. Silent well, Hill. I just want Silent Hill. Have you heard the rumors of this new like <coughs> game? There's a studio called like Blue Rock. Abandoned, yeah. Abandoned. And they put out what begins with S and ends in L. Yeah. And everything's pointing to Hideo Kojima. Until he says it, it's all just fucking wankers yeah. with his spare time on the internet. It's going, Pissing the wind, letters yeah. SNL, no other word has ever had that in before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So, like, yeah, I don't think it's going to happen because why would Kojima split with Ke- Konami in such a fucking horrific fashion only to be like, okay, I'll work with you again? I don't think he's going to come back to Konami in any way, shape, or form. So I can't see him well, doing it. I hope he does, again. but until he says he has I'm fucking I don't know I mean I've, I've got enough of things where you just shoot the thing have the thing and you win the thing just uh, yeah. whatever <laughs> like, <laughs> no worries like, um, we'll let you go then cheers for sticking right, around cool. have no a good day worries. I have to go um, but we love you it's got to be paid I, <laughs> I love I love you Seriously. do get that dollar oh <laughs> gross <laughs> that's Right, see you later. Bye. Love you, babes. Uh... Yeah, hang up. (laughs) There you go. There he goes. Um, Yeah, so, like, what I was was saying, like, the thing is with E3, Nintendo kind of started off this idea of, like, you can just do your own thing because Nintendo have been doing the Treehouse and Nintendo Direct for a for like two years before like everyone else kind of jumped ship from E3 and Nintendo yeah. don't, they have an E3 presence but they don't really do their their thing on E3 anymore it's like no we'll just do a Nintendo Direct and we can do more of them a year and we can spread out hype about games and be and do the Treehouse Lives where we can go really in depth with certain games that we want to talk about like they did with Metroid Dread and they spent a good like 20 minutes showing gameplay and what the game is and talking about Metroid and stuff. And I think when Sony were like, yeah, do we really need to pay all this horrific amount of money to go to LA in the summer when everything's price gouged to fuck and rent out the convention hall and all this kind of stuff when we can just make a concise, we can edit practical like web presentation and get everything we need out. It's actually, have Get people in who can talk about this kind of stuff and not be like really awkward on a stage, you know, and do that. And I think, I don't think E3's got much legs left. I think that's no. within, f- Which is within a good five years, that's going to go. Because you know, I mean, for the longest, yeah. for the longest time, it was um, media only, wasn't it? It was press only. No yes. sort of it was public allowed. Then they E3 were like, E3 oh, was press this- only and PAX was, it had press days and then it had public days. But yeah. and then E3 were like, oh, we could make money doing this? Okay, we'll have public days too. So, yeah. Yeah, it's just... I don't know, it's... No game has really come along in recent years, apart from Ghost of Tsushima, which, as much as I love it, falls into that... the problem with most AAA games now. 
which is it's open world oh it's, a, it's an open world action rpg with stealth and crafting yeah all right cool we're doing that again oh yeah it's like they've kind of they've run with that model for so long because when a game had a crafting mechanic in it, it was like okay yeah that's quite cool that's something quite unique to that game i love the crafting yeah. in like stuff like fallout and skyrim to a lesser extent things like that but now it's become such a repetitive thing where like you could actually just make this game and you don't need you don't need crafting in it you've got yeah currently it doesn't bubbles. add anything to the game it's just there far cry is the main perpetrator of that because ever since like far yeah. cry i want to say maybe three 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 definitely that is what is just kind of like set off this fucking tidal is, wave like, of... far cry far cry 3 was so successful that they just went oh we're just gonna do this but when you play like when you look at far cry 1 and then Far Cry 2. Far Cry 2 is such an interesting game because it's got concepts in it that are so fucking wild of just like guns that fucking jam. You've got malaria. You have to make sure you're taking malaria pills. Yeah. You know, co- companions can just die. You know, and just like if you don't help people, they'll just abandon you and you won't be able to get help when your car breaks down. Shit breaks. You run out of fuel. For a game like Far Cry 2, which came out in like 2004, 2005, really fucking early. It's just like, and yeah, like um, Far Cry Three was so successful that they went, oh, let's just do this, and you can That's literally the see the change. And like, yeah, yeah. Um, Ubisoft have literally like they have two games. They have the Assassin's Creed and they have the Far Cry, and that's their game models. If it's not an Assassin's Creed like, it's a Far Cry like. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, again, because they were just massively successful franchises, and I think they just gone, oh, we'll just do this. To the point where, like, Horizon for, uh, Zero Dawn is a massively popular game because people love it, but when I played it, I was playing that, I played that after Breath of the Wild, and I was like, this just doesn't do it for me anymore. I don't want an open world with a bunch of icons on it where I have to climb a yeah. thing and open up a fog of war on a map. And, like, yeah, Zelda does that, but, like, you climb the tower in Zelda and it opens up that section of the map, and that's all it does. You don't get yeah. any markers, you don't get any checklists. It's, um, it's like, boop, off you go. That's one of the best games I've played in recent years that felt more kind of traditional and veered away from that. Even though it was a bit of, well, not really open-worldly stuff, but just big levels, was um, Jedi Fallen Order. That was yeah, fucking that was... great. That was just a section-by-section yeah. section action game, sort of like walk into an arena kill the guys, carry on, next yeah. arena, bit of puzzle solving, bit of force powery stuff, carry on sort of thing. And and control as well, um, for that matter. Like crafted, just like... crafted zones. That's the that's the that's the um the middle ground. Like I like an open world, don't get me wrong. Like yeah, I like exploring an open world when it's interesting and it's filled with dynamic events and interesting context. But when your open world is like like even though I played 110 hours of Assassin's Creed Valhalla, that open world is just oh you go from map marker to map marker and there's not really much going on in between. There's no and it's the UK so it's shit. Yeah, I live there. Um, I don't want to fucking explore it. <laughs> and it's like you know it has cool things to explore. Like it had it like that game has Sea Henge in it and I didn't expect to see Sea Henge in a mm. game ever. And I'm like fucking hell, that's such a weird thing. You know what I mean? But at the same time it's just it's such a generic open world and like my favorite open worlds are the skyrims and the fallouts because you can yeah and sneak the into standards. someone's house yeah you can sneak in someone's house and steal all their clothes while they're asleep read their diary <laughs> you yeah. know what i mean it's like and like there's interesting things <laughs> to explore it's not just it's not just a world where stuff happens the stuff that goes stuff to find in that world and like that's where horizon fell off for me because like 
one i smelt the plot twist in that game from the very fucking beginning because it's the most generic plot twist ever it was going to be one of two things so spoilers for horizon if you haven't played it but like fucking years when 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 you find that find out that she was a baby abandoned outside that door i was like oh well there's two ways this is going to go she's either created by the robot dinosaurs to infiltrate the humans or she's a clone yep and i was like that's it that's the two options and guess what she's a clone (laughs) you know end the fucking story but you know i just like i guess outer worlds does that kind of like tried that mini crafted environments over a big open world but again that just wasn't i'd say um what i was looking for borderlands does as well it does quite big zones for you to explore and like that's the thing is i mean a good open world rpg like i said the gold standards are fallout and skyrim and the reason they work is i could quite happily stick a mod in skyrim well i've already modded my skyrim to fuck anyway but you could just put in the skip the intro mod and then you can literally just play that game as an npc yeah random and just avoid the main quest and just be a villager and maybe just go hunting or something like just like a little escapism thing um rather than it just being Oh, these map markers are here, so you've got to go to all of them. It's like, you really don't. I mean, I think it was my third playout of Fallout 3. And I was there like, well, maybe it's Fallout 4. I can't remember. But it was one of the ones where I found two quests I had no idea existed because I just stumbled into them. Yeah. And that was quite fun. There There wasn't anything really that kind of indicated there was anything there on the map. I was just kind of strolling along and shit happened. So Yeah, there's... The for, the Bethesda games, like as buggy as they are, and you know the the engines are fucked, and you know that's all relevant criticism. I do think yeah. that their writing, when they're on point, is really well done, and their their um what's the for their, their dynamic storytelling. Like there's I know four out of three, like the back of my hand, and I fucking played that game to fucking death. Like set, I think I'm nine nine playthroughs like of that, and I mean like everything's done. I've hundred percented every quest shit like that kind of playthroughs where there's just unmarked locations of like you go and there's a bridge you open a door and inside it is a skeleton and a toilet that's got plungers all over the wall and it's yeah. like it's like what and you're like what and it's like what is this and it's, it's nothing it's just a nothing room it's just there's like there's just a dead guy on a toilet and he's surrounded by hundreds of plungers stuck to everything <laughs> and you're just like what happened here <laughs> you yeah. know and you've got no answers you just got no answers. It's like, okay, fuck, yeah. <laughs> you know, shit like that. And... It's the most exciting thing to come out of E3, actually, is um, I think it was like an independent or like developer um, announced a Fallout 4 London mod that's coming that's really? going to be kind of like, a, it's going to be like, a, there's a trailer up for it. It's going to be like a DLC-sized sort of expansion for Fallout oh, 4, yeah. unofficial. And it's, yeah, it's Fallout London. Because like, there was that's a guy cool. in work watching the trailer and, um, on his phone. And I was like, oh, What's that? And he was like, oh, yeah, this, this was just announced at E3. I was there like, Fallout London? That would be, it might be all the PC over games. everything. It's probably the PC game showcase because they do a lot of mod stuff. Ah, uh, that'd be it. Because I was like, surely if Bethesda came out and went like, here you go, Fallout London, it would be the biggest story of the whole thing. The world, yeah. um, but no, it was the mod, and that was the most exciting thing for me. It's because like, okay, yeah, more more mods for me to more mods destroy for my Fallout with. Like, I guess, I guess you could argue that, like, oh, well, if, you know... Why should they rely on fans to create content for their games? Like, yeah, I get it, but at the it's same time, the Bethesda are so open source with their like mod support. Like, no yeah. other game, no other game is really like that. And I think 
that really does wonders for their support like okay the first mod you install is the unofficial x patch because <laughs> yeah. like yeah all right fair play the fucking debt like fans you have to fix a lot of patches and they sh- stuff and they shouldn't have to that's very fair but at the same time i can my skyrim game has got like 15 mods one of them is all the lord of the rings weapons i've got a traveling explorer gear set where like i it's like i like light armor but i want it to look cool and all the light armor in skyrim kind of looks a bit so i want like rangers armor so i got that kind of stuff and yeah it's just it's cool to have that kind of thing and i like the fact that they've ported that kind of stuff to console too like the option is available on console now in a limited Mm. extent to support mods and like i want that to become quite a standard because there's no reason why it shouldn't be just create a mod storefront in your game that's already got a fucking storefront because everything's got a fucking storefront like assassin's creed again single player game has an entire microtransaction store it's like why is this got a microtransaction store it just doesn't need it it's like oh but you, you want to buy a map to find where all the special things are don't you it's like no put it in the game yeah for fuck's sake but anyway yeah there's also a couple of other showcases i haven't touched on there's the wholesome game showcase which is pretty neat where like it's just a bunch of games about like walking in nan around town and taking pictures of animals and painting painting worlds with colorful brushes and stuff it's just really like there's a game there was pretty neat and it's just a game of organizing stuff and it's just like you get this it's like a top-down view of something on a desk and you just organize it tidily moves on to the next thing it's like that's you know i mean that's pretty neat it's like your power washing stuff all over again yeah it's just wholesome games you know there's no death there's no darkness there's no shooting anyone it's just oh you just you know and that's pretty fucking cool um but that's been the show this week uh sorry i i again drew when you listen back to this i'm really sorry that we made you come in and do nothing for so (laughs) long um we we I appreciate you being here, uh, Dan. Also, as always, appreciate you making the time for this. Um, no problemo. Play video games My if pleasure. you want. If you don't, yeah. you know, whatever. Cool. Um, I'm surprised. Like, it's video games are so prevalent now. Um, there's like two newbies at work who are these two new girls, and they don't look the sort who would play video games. And as I was leaving work the other day, they just started talking about games and like breath of the wild and stuff like that and one of them's like cool, yeah i've just started playing so i think i might start playing dark souls as they're like don't start That's... with that do not start with that that will no, that will I mean, put you right off gaming i don't know like dark souls like there's, then there's, the there's, challenge. A, mm. there's a <clears throat> there's a very tangible risk reward for dark souls you know what i mean like I would say don't start with Dark Souls one. I'd say maybe start start with two because that's the easiest to onboard with. Um, yeah. But yeah, like the the sense of accomplishment in those games is very real. Well, this is the same girl have... who said like this is the same girl who's like I couldn't get into Breath of the Wild because I didn't know what to do because she'd never played an RPG before. Oh, <laughs> so don't play Dark. Like, yeah, don't play don't Dark Souls. Play Dark Souls. <laughs> <laughs> don't play Dark Souls. Like, fucking out. So, yeah, because uh, that's no, not cool, only though, that. Yeah, it's cool though because it is. It, it's it's not such a sort of like thing Stigma. that losers do and all that sort of stuff. It's such yeah, a, like I mean, you still get your to everyone now. You still get your fucking hashtag gamers, and it's like, ugh. Uh, like, yeah. I don't call myself a gamer. I don't. I play video games. No, I'm the name's been sullied now. Yeah, and it's just like, I'm I'm really open for like more more stories, more interesting stories. Like when I play games now, oftentimes I play a woman who's gay. 
because like why mm. why not you know what i mean just fucking why not <laughs> like yeah, i, I have that's... four four million male white protagonists in my life i could do with a bit of fucking variety <laughs> yeah know? i think on my last like modded skyrim playthrough i was sort of like well all the female characters have got really cool armor in these mods. I'll put this one on, and it's not like the fucking yeah. stupid, not sexy, armor. sexy like barbarian cool mod, armor. but just just cool looking armor. So, um, mm. yeah, yeah, no, it's uh, it's opening up to a lot more people, which is always nice because it gives me more opportunities to talk about computer games with people with who I wouldn't people, yeah. normally talk to. Normalize, normalize conversations about everything. Like, and now that yes. Drew's gone, I can say that with good heart because that's why I like Kevin Smith for because he just he just <laughs> talks about what he likes. And he cries yeah. about what he loves, and like, fuck it, yeah, man, normalize that shit. Just cry about yeah. the stuff you love. You never hear him talking about things he doesn't like. No, exactly. And like, that's kind of how I like to. I know I do shit on stuff, but like, for the most part, if I don't like it, I don't engage with it. And that's what yeah. you gotta do. That's what you gotta do. Save your um, energy. Yeah, man. Have a wank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, don't argue with people. Have a wank. I've been. Me, wanky Ian um, Williams. Wanky, wanky Ian. You can find <laughs> me at wankyian.com. Don't, don't, don't Google that. <laughs> you can find me at pillowp4nt5 on Instagram. Dan is... Uh, Dan underscore Morton. Morton on Twitter. Uh, or Gundan. Gundan gun underscore 101. On and all that jazz. Um, Drew is sway.tattoo. Again, follow and like his art. It's good for his job. <laughs> you know, it's it you know, nourishes his soul. It does. It makes him feel good. You saw you you heard how happy he was earlier. Yeah, I mean, got a little bit excited. God bless him. Bless his yeah. little cotton socks. Uh, next week we're probably going to talk about movies. Don't know what yet. Could be a quiet place too. Could be Mark Wahlberg's The Highlander. I don't know. Who knows yet? Um, yeah, that's been the show. Uh, thanks for everyone for listening. Like, share, fucking follow. If you listen to us Subscribe. on Spotify consider giving us a follow because it helps boost our metrics and things like that um <clears throat> might start branching out soon to apple podcasts not sure yet because apple can be a bit fucky so i might just keep it on spotify but yeah you can email us at bamf report pod at outlook.com still no emails so you know still pretty dry whatever message me questions on instagram if you want i don't care i'll answer questions on the show i have a bit i'll i'll tell you guys <laughs> And that's it. I'm out. That's the show. Goodbye, everyone. We're done. Bye.